1: For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at BankofAmerica.com slash talk to us.
0: It's our Fans First Network podcast. Tim Benz, along with you on Breakfast with Benz, brought to you by Gerger Construction. Not too soon to start planning your dream deck. We build decks year-round, and we're now booking into spring and summer 2024. Take advantage of the current winter special, $1,000 off your new deck if installed by March the 1st of this year. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Another podcast previewing the Super Bowl. Uh, you probably just heard from John Lund, KNBR, in San Francisco. John and I go way back. It's good to get a Niners perspective from him. Now a guy that I've been speaking with for years. You've heard him many times here on the podcast. On the Kansas City side of things, Soren Petro covers the Chiefs' 810 WHB radio in Kansas City. Soren, how are things at Mandalay Bay? You're at the Media Center right now, right? Yes, I am. Uh, they're busy. Uh, you know, a lot of
1: people going. You know, from door to door, you know, a lot of old players that, you know, talking about old games and, uh, you know, everyone getting excited about the young players getting ready to play the biggest game of their
0: lives. Well, how about the old game between these two a couple years ago in the big game? How do you think it's going to go compared to that one? You know, uh, different. I I
1: think both teams, I I think the 49ers might be a better version of it. I, I think there was more fear because Chiefs fans, you know, hadn't been to a Super Bowl before, and I think maybe there was more fear in the in the stomachs of the Chiefs because they hadn't done it now they've you know played that game won it not only do they have three games worth of experience in the last four years but they've got two wins so I don't know I mean I I think you know history's written by the victors so if the 49ers win we'll say well were the Chiefs fat and happy I don't know I mean eventually they got to line up and play I, I think the Chiefs are pretty motivated uh they were a dysfunctional team all year until about the last four or five weeks so we're going to find out if they've just had a number of good games in a row, or if they fixed all the problems that plagued them and led them to six losses during the regular season. I'm surprised they're underdogs. Are you? Um, no, yes. And no, like we, we did a poll. There were 64 national football, uh, quote unquote experts, uh, that picked games and 49 of them picked the chiefs, but almost every reason that was given for them was Patrick Mahomes, right? That was the only reason that was given. Well, I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes, or I picked against him once and I lost. And listen, there's no one that's more valuable on the football field than Patrick Mahomes. I get that, but Patrick Mahomes played against the Bucks at the end of the 2020 season, and because he didn't have any blocking, he didn't have people catching the ball, he didn't get a win. So there's more to it than just that, and I think the analytics and the, and the breakdowns of the rest of the team probably lean towards the 49ers. The question is, how much does Patrick Mahomes tip that scale the other way? Uh, he, he tipped it a long way against Baltimore, and even though you know they didn't score a lot of points, just his game management of the game against Baltimore was huge and allowed the defense to be fresh and play the kind of game that they played. So I get why most people are picking the Chiefs, but I also get the mathematicians coming up with the 49ers being the favorite.
0: I'm in that category of I'm done picking against Patrick Mahomes because he burned me and I'm going with him in this direction this time. Um, That's not even necessarily a slight against Purdy. I think I like Purdy more than most people do. But I kind of wanted to get away from the quarterbacks for a second because that one is pretty cut and dry to me. That's the analysis. Uh, Mahomes is great. Purdy's pretty good. But what about the other aspects that you sort of talked about there, like where the matchups could tilt one way or another? Like You talked about some of the mathematicians and the analytics experts erring towards the 49ers. But I feel like there's some areas where it really does go the way the Chiefs, too, like the way, for instance, uh, Pacheco might run the ball against San Francisco's defense, which hasn't been great of late. Yes, they have had a – you know, they're a top-five rush defense
1: over the regular season, but really have had a problem in the playoffs. And the Chiefs have really committed to running the ball. That's one of the things they finally did. You know, for three-quarters of the year, the Chiefs, I think, were coaching uh, to be the team they wanted to be, that maybe they hoped they could be. And after their horrible performance against the Raiders on Christmas Day – they started coaching based upon the team that they are and coaching to what their strengths and weaknesses are. And part of that is understanding you're not, you're not getting to 40 points, right? Your defense is your strongest unit. Don't turn the ball over. Don't keep giving penalties that force you to punt the way, have some time of possession, which normally I think the modern era and the modern analytics like time of possessions, the most overrated thing. Well, fatigue is not. And defense is being out there for 40 minutes creates fatigue and they're not is good. And I think the chiefs finally recognize that and their defense is being able to be fresh and on the field. And so if they can pound the run against the 49ers, huge keeps the clock going, uh, keeps the defense rested on the side of the field. And, and of course allows them to work everything off the play action and, and everything that comes with that. So I think that's a big part of it. other matchups, you know, can the offensive tackles of the chiefs handle Bosa? I, I think if Bosa doesn't have a big day, the Niners won't have a big day. And while the tackles aren't the best, uh, they've done a pretty good job of chipping and misdirection and motion to kind of get some freezes on that backside defensive end, and and they've done a really good job of protecting Patrick Mahomes. He wasn't sacked until the fourth quarter uh, against the Baltimore Ravens, who had the most sacks in the NFL, and the only reason he was sacked then was because he was holding the ball, and he didn't want to throw it away and stop the clock, so he started taking the sack instead of stopping the clock. So they've been, you know, they've found a way to really help those tackles, but Moses' going to have to blow that up. And then I think going the other direction, it's the Chiefs D line against the 49ers offensive line because Trent Williams gets a lot of headlines and rightfully so, but the other four offensive linemen for the 49ers are really average at best. And so this Chiefs defensive line that'll play without Charles Amenahu, who, who's been very good for them since he came back from his suspension to start the year, Chris Jones is going to have to have a big day. He's going to be up against inferior offensive linemen. Steve Spagnuolo is going to have to find a way to isolate him one-on-one and he's going to have to play well. George Karloftis is going to have to play well. They'll have to win with their defensive line if they're going to win this game.
0: You mentioned Jones. If there's a defensive star that we're talking about on Monday morning, is it Jones? Is it Bolton? Is it Sneed? Who's it it going to be? That's the underrated part about this defense, even though
1: it was number two in points allowed. The secondary has been fantastic. LeJarrius Sneed and Trent McDuffie are the best corner tandem in the the league. Uh, You know, McDuffie's their number two corner, and he was the one. That was first-team All-Pro. And LeJarri Snead travels with the number-one wideout. They have the receivers, or excuse me, the DBs, to isolate on the 49ers' top two wideouts and take them away. So, like, if the 49ers win big, and then that they've got very good uh, coverage linebackers. Willie Gay can run. Uh, Justin Reed and their safeties can run. They should have some answers for George Kittle. I think if there's a storyline, it's, you know, Jawan Jennings blows up the third and fourth corner uh, for the Chiefs. But that's really unlikely because – their third and fourth corner still rank in the top 50 of BFF's corner grades, So they're a very deep defensive backfield. I think that's really the strength of this team. As much as Chris Jones gets headlines, a lot of the sacks that they get up front are coverage sacks because they're so good back there. So, you know, they'll mix it up. They'll blitz. Steve Spagnuolo loves to blitz. He gives a lot of different looks. Uh, But I think those coverage guys, I think we'll be talking about, I like the Jerry Sneed like, like 350 to one MVP vote. I could see a pick or a, pick in a strip or a couple of picks and and him stealing the mvp in a rock fight uh with the gate with the score being lower and 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 voters wanting to not give the uh award to patrick mahomes uh with a low stat So last year he won it with less than 200 yards passing so i think there may be a want to look for some other storyline and i think le chris jones
0: trent mcduffie are all worthy candidates for uh for a long shot at winning the mvp so Ron Petro with us here from Sports Radio H10, Kansas City, talking about Chiefs and Niners in the Super Bowl. How about the matchups for Kelsey on that side of the ball? What he's going to see from like Warner and some of those other guys that might be covering him for San Francisco.
1: And, and that was the big topic was that Hamilton would take Travis Kelsey out. I think you can't talk about Kelsey without talking about Rasheed Rice as well. His emergence over the second half, the rookie wideout becoming a threat, really. You know, I think started to take attention away from him. I think Travis got a lot healthier sitting out that last game. By the way, not getting the 16 yards he needed for an eighth consecutive 1,000-yard uh, receiving season. No other tight ends ever had more than three. He could have kept that streak alive at eight. He chose to sit down. He's talked a lot about how that really gave him a chance to get healthy. So I think he's been fresher. He gets another week to be fresh now, and I think that helps all the old guys. Um, and so he's been fresher, but I think defenses have had to Really account for Rasheed Rice, and and I think that's you know part of the reason. Like you can't just say we're going to put our best corner on Travis Kelsey because you've got a real threat at wide receiver now. And I think you know Travis Kelsey still has it. That's one of the things we saw once he got that bounce left in his uh, back in his step. Even if you're really good at covering tight ends, he's the best tight end at getting open. And I think you know he'll have his uh, he'll have his moments. Uh, I don't know if he or Rasheed Rice will end up being the bigger one but I know they'll be the two, one of those two, will be the biggest receiver for the Chiefs. And then there's a question, can MBS or Justin Watson make a play or two here or there when they really need it?
0: What about the Tooney injury? How big of a deal is that?
1: You know, it's big. It's, listen, Joe Tooney's one of the best guards in football. Uh, I I will say that, you know, PFF did a thing, and they rated left guard as the least important position on the field. That's fine. So maybe it only is five or six percent of the equation instead of Eight or nine percent, but he was the best at it. And where they'll really feel it is in the pass blocking. Nick Allegretti's a former wrestler and a baller and a big physical guy. I think they may actually even be better in the run blocking with Nick Allegretti. Joe Tooney's great. He's a tactician, but he's not the biggest guard, but he is the best pass blocking guard in football. I think he had a 99 percent win rate in pass block this year. So that's the part to look at. Donovan Smith is already, you know, uh, just a kind of a battler at left tackle, and you then had a great pass-blocking guard next to him. That helped that tandem. Uh, the Ravens couldn't expose it, couldn't make it a problem, but I, I think the Niners have more time maybe to try to figure out a plan for it and, and not having Joe Tooney when the when the Chiefs are in obvious passing downs. I think that's the time to really watch Nick Allegretti and see if the Niners target him.
0: Before we go, Sarang, give us a score. Give us a prediction. What do you have?
1: You know, uh, I'm uh, I'm quite nervous about the game, but I do think the Chiefs have gotten away from the penalties. They've gotten away from the turnovers. They have the better defense, and they have the best quarterback. That seems like a reason to pick them. Everything's been kind of close. I don't think they can run away and hide, so I'll take the Chiefs uh, 24-21.
0: Soren, appreciate it. Have fun out there. How's the atmosphere? How's the vibe? Everything you thought it would be, Vegas, Radio Row, Super Bowl. Is it coalescing the way I would anticipate?
1: Uh, yes it is. It is. You know the football <laughs> world the football world descends on Vegas. Vegas is already fun. And then you have all the luminaries and all the atmosphere and the two teams colors. Uh, I think we're gonna see a lot of Super Bowls here in Vegas for a long time.
0: Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks, Seren. Always my pleasure, Tim. Thanks for having me. All right, Seren Petro, Sports Radio H ten in Kansas City. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal.